how y'all doing? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? I swear, every time I play this music in the background, I really do forget that I have to come. I'll be mm, peak, babe, peak. Forgetting that I have to go on live. Hey, y'all. How y'all doing? Hello, Saf. Hey, Ashley. Um, TP Louise. We're going to go with that. Hey, Zana. Hey, Miss Erica. Thank you for notifying the people on Discord that we're going live. You've been working overtime. I really do appreciate you. Um, hello, Lorraine. Hey, Alexis. Oh, ah, ah, ah. The chat is moving. Hello, Alexis. Hi, Sophia. Hey, AK. Hey, Rena. Hello, Doya. Miss Rena said, I'm good, sis. Out here trying to decide between barbecue chicken wings and shawarma. Mmm, that's a good one. Mmm. I can't even help you with that decision, honestly. Those are two really good options. <laughs> Hello, keeps it 100. Hey, Ferris. Long time no see, boo. Hi, Amy. Hey, Romay. Um, oh, I got the name right, period. Ladoya. So yeah, how are you guys doing? It's our first live back for the year. Taste of Reality is in full swing for those who don't know. It is basically just the lives that we typically do, except there's a little bit more structure. It is also available on streaming services like uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And as I am the host, y'all are the co-hosts. And I gotta, I gotta reprimand you co-hosts. I've been asking you guys for podcast topics I'm sorry. I haven't been liking y'all topics. I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> y'all haven't been doing a great job. <laughs> Somebody, no, a few people, I think three people said, talk about Love Island All-Stars. Babe, we're going to do reviews on that. Like that's already covered. Why would we, come on, come on. Y'all got to come with like the hot topic stuff. My chair is already sliding down. The hot topics, the the what's trending, you know, things we could really talk about. And honestly, it doesn't even have to be all that as well because um, what I try to do on this page is not talk too much about the people in the stories, but about how these stories would apply to our personal lives if they could. So it could be about anything. It doesn't actually have to be about something trending, but a topic you guys would want to discuss as a collective, you know? Um, I did say y'all whack. I sure did. I sure did. I sure did. Hey, India, glad that you just came to stop by. Even if it's for two minutes, it's all good. It's all good. Somebody asked me a question. Um, Rena, what's the biggest goal you want to achieve for 2024? The biggest career goal would be hitting 100K. I feel like, I feel like it's ambitious, but not really, you know? I think it's achievable. I really do think it's achievable. I just, I just would, I would have to, whoo hit the ground running this year. So we'll see how we go on that one. Um, personal goals, definitely getting my fitness in check, honey. I'm trying to have these. If y'all have seen my vlog <laughs> on my second channel, you know where I would like to be by the end of this year in Jamaica doing something very specific. So those are my goals. Those are my goals. Um, Ferris says with all the Discord chats we've had, you... Mm -hmm. with all the discord chats we have had you would do really well for a casual comfy podcast oh thank you ferris thank you alexis is asking me if we're gonna do love's blind sweden i'm not gonna lie to you based off the trailer 
I felt like I was getting more drama from just the stills rather than the trailer itself. So I don't know. And also this month, there are four shows, <clears throat> excuse me, that I'm reviewing. One of them comes at the end of the month, but still there's four. Would I be scooping too much dip on my chip? Potentially. Potentially. Yes, road to 100K. Period. <laughs> Period. All right. Um, okay, so Ferris has drawn up a little, a little intro for me. Let me read it. Hello, everyone. My name is Queenie. For et cetera, et cetera. Oh, for those who don't know me, I'm dead. And today we are talking about adulting and how we can stand on our own two feet while maintaining healthy relationships. Exactly. That's that's what this is all about. Yes, yes. Um, Rome said, Will you be willing to do a meet and greet in Jamaica at the end of the year? See, you know where. Mm. No, I will not. I will not. Where I will be, hopefully will be Jamaica. Will I do a meet and greet? No. No. Y'all had one opportunity. <laughs> Y'all had one opportunity. And that was it. It's over. But anyways, let's get to the topics of the day. I'm already overheating, you guys. You know it's going to be an issue. Let me drink some water before we get into it. Because one thing we don't want to do is have a repeat of last year. Okay, that's a goal. No passing out for all the entire year. How about that? Okay, can we make it upright for all of 2024? Excluding um, extracurricular activities. <laughs> all right, what do we have on the docket to talk about today? We got to talk about Miss Halle Bailey. That's what y'all wanted to talk about. So we're going to talk about it. I already touched on it. Um, in a video that I posted earlier, but hey, why not? <laughs> Zana said, Houston people really let Queenie down with that meet and greet. You, you, anybody who wants a meet and greet has Houston to blame. <laughs> blame Houston. All right, let's play this little TikTok here. Everybody give it up for the hide-and-go-seek champion in 2023, Holly Bailey. You can tell she come from the school of Beyonce because they love to hide and love a secret over there. And even though we all kind of knew I had a feeling, I still act surprised like I didn't know nothing. Yep. Because to be honest, it's really none of our business. But we were just happy for the Little Mermaid. That was never in the movie. Now the Little Mermaid 2 better be her having a baby. And she low-key tried to eat us up in the caption, talk about the world is desperate to know you. Girl, don't do too much. But I'm happy for her. She had a son and his name is Halo. And now her single angel that she put out makes all the sense in the world. And I know a lot of y'all mad that she had a baby with ABC123, but give him a chance. And I know a lot of y'all mad that she didn't have this long pregnancy rollout with outfits on the carpet. Some people don't want to do all that. Some people just want to be low-key and protect their peace. We got to stop being so entitled to other people's time. Especially entitled to people that don't even know who we are. I'm happy for her. I'm happy for him. Even he dropped a little freestyle. Silver spoon kid. I know Halo don't want for nothing. He crying. His mama coming. She's stronger than Wonder Woman. And whether y'all like it or not, he makes her happy and they got a whole baby together. So get over it. Congrats, Holly and DDG on little Halo. <laughs> All right, I'm done. The funniest thing I've seen online is people being like, okay, so if I name my kid Freakum Dress, I don't want to hear nothing. No, seriously. If we're naming children after Beyonce songs, hey, I'm just going to name my Beyonce. 
And I wouldn't even be far off. My sister's housekeeper, her name is Beyonce. Literally, on her government documents. It's the best thing ever. But yeah, um, Lady Bell says, I'm glad she revealed in her own time uh, in the way that she wanted to. Totally agree. Totally agree. Rome said, why did I swear up and down that headline said Halle Berry? <laughs> I need to find my glasses. Honestly, they confuse me sometimes too. I'll know that I'm talking about Halle Bailey and I'll still say Berry. What a great name, honestly. And a great person to be mixed up with. It'd be one thing if your name was... If your last name was Hiller and people thought it was Hitler. You know what I mean? Like, ugh. Ooh, crazy. Alexis, do not name your child deja vu. <laughs> but you know what? Without knowing the meaning of deja vu, deja vu, deja vu. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. But anyways, um, speaking on the whole hiding the pregnancy thing, I'm with her. I'm with her. Now, I would probably share every single second of my pregnancy, but if I wanted to have the privacy, I'm entitled to that. And so my biggest frustration with people on the internet has been them, as she said, being desperate to need to know that she is pregnant. Why? Because once you know, then what? You're not raising the baby. You're not sending a gift. You're not like, there's, there's no... There's nothing that you gain from knowing whether or not she's pregnant. And not too long ago, Kiki Palmer came out and told the world that she was pregnant. And everybody in their mama had things to say about how she's going to ruin her career, how she shouldn't be married, uh -uh, married, how she shouldn't be pregnant with that dusty. Well, that's a story for another day. Um, how she's too young for this. How, you know, how could you be such a successful woman and be a baby mama? Like there's all this negative talk from people and pregnancy is tough enough. I wouldn't know, but I would assume it is tough enough. You don't need the world now ridiculing you for a personal decision that literally affects them in no way whatsoever. Hey, Bradley. <laughs> My internet boyfriend is back, guys. Um, and on top of that, too, I also spoke in that video that I made. You never know what's going to happen with your pregnancy. I know somebody very close to me who carried the baby almost to term. We had a baby shower and everything. And the baby's not here with us today. Like, I could not fathom, you know, gearing up, getting so excited, telling the world, you know, you decorate that baby room, you, you get the gifts and you do the announcements and all that stuff. And then to end your pregnancy without the baby. And I don't know if that was her reason, just in case, you know, there are any complications or whatever, or if she just didn't want people in her business. End of the day, when a woman says, I didn't want to tell everybody that I was pregnant. To me, the story starts and ends right there. That's it. That's the end. <laughs> Ain't nothing else to say. Ain't nothing else to say. Um, Candace, no, I have not been watching the challenge at all. I think I watched the first episode and, um, I was very bored. Yeah. So that's that on that. Um, Lady Bell says I grew up in the nineties when celebrities lives were private. So I still view a lot of them from that lens. And honestly, I understand the importance of being connected with your, um, your fan base and whatever, because 
you feed into them, they feed into you in terms of ticket sales and merch merchandise and engaging in whatever content that you produce. But this need to know every single moment of a celebrity's life is a little unhinged for me personally. It's a little unhinged. Bradley, I've been well. Thank you for asking. Zana says, love that she kept her baby secret. The world is too crazy. I respect her privacy. And everyone laughed at DDG when he started. Oh, when he shared the sonogram of the baby on April 1st. I thought it was a joke too. I really thought it was a joke too. It was a great ploy, honestly. Great ploy. <laughs> great ploy. Um, Alexa says, it's giving Mariah on the Ellen show. What happened on the Ellen show? I'm not getting that reference. But yeah, no, congrats to them. Congrats to Halo. Halo is a beautiful name. I thought it was a girl. It is a boy. I love that name. It is so cute. I feel like Hallie just gives a Dis Disney princess. Like, she was so perfect to play Ariel. She just gives Disney princess. Princess, I can imagine. I can only imagine what she's like as a mom. I mean, she's just fresh out, but <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be a great time in their household. Uh, happy for all parties involved. And I think next time, because this is, because let's be honest, one issue that people did have was like DDG explicitly saying things like, why you keep asking about my life? Why are you so nosy? Why are you whatever? When his whole career was based off of vlogging and putting his life on the internet. And to be honest, a lot of the things that we learned about Hallie's pregnancy or the fact that she was pregnant at all came from DDG's uh, content. And because he's the one who has the final say on what goes out there, I would say in future, maybe just be more careful. Because there were little things that people were catching that I think you could have caught or an editor could have caught or just... You know, if it truly was about privacy, make sure that the content you put out exemplifies that as well. Just be careful of what you put out. That's all I'm saying. Um, Alexa says, Ellen, <laughs> Ellen ungenerous, pretty much outed Mariah Carey's pregnancy and Mariah ended up losing the baby. Oh, is that what happened? <gasps> oh, I would have been a mess. I would have been a mess. Yes, Tammy, he lets those things slip on purpose. So if you're going to let that happen, don't then be like, why y'all all up in my business? Because you put the business in the content that you want us to consume. At least with Hallie, she never put not, not, a, not a damn thing. Not a damn thing. She said, what no spread? I'm black. She's so funny. She's like, why y'all talk about my nose? I'm black. I got a big nose. Girl. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on to the next story. <laughs> you know, when we do these, we have um, some hot topics, like in terms of celebrity news and also um, just whatever's trending on social media. So we're going to start with the celebrity stuff and then go on to social media. This right here. Um, is Daniel Brooks talking about her experience on the set of The Color Purple. As we know, Taraji B. Henson has come out and spoken about what she feels is unfair pay in the industry as a whole uh, throughout her career. And then more specifically, 
during the color purple. A lot of people have been attributing, attributing that to Oprah. It is not Oprah's fault in terms of cutting the check. Warner Brothers cuts the check. All right. So she's really taking a shot at Warner Brothers. Um, I know even Oprah spoke out recently at the Golden Globes. And did y'all see that drama of the girl who played Young Seeley not being invited to the Golden Globes? That was interesting to me. As the video plays, y'all let me know how y'all feel about that. But we're going to hear Danielle Brooks talk about her experience on the set. Taraji. Taraji, as Blitz, uh, our director, says. I mean, I have been watching her from the beginning. And to just have someone just be a guide for us, be our voice box. I remember when we first came in and we were doing rehearsal and they put us all in the same space. Like we didn't have our own dressing rooms at the time and they did not give us it. Sorry, Miss O, we didn't have no food. She had no idea. She, she didn't know what was going on. She had no idea. I heard about it. Oh, yeah. And you corrected it for yeah, us. Yeah, I corrected it. You corrected I it. You. Didn't I call you? Yes. I and I was like, Miss O, we got to fix this. <laughs> and she said, say less. And was it not And fixed? that's what I appreciated, though. You were our voice. Because a lot of times, yes, I've done a lot of TV. I've done a lot of films, um, specifically independent films. But this is my first studio film. So sometimes you do come in just saying, okay, well, I'm going to just take whatever they give me. I'm just yeah. happy to be here, you know? But you spoke up for us, and you showed me how to do that. But what I've really enjoyed is your sisterhood is authentic, and it's real. It's not this fake. Oh. Okay, I guess that's the end of the clip. Anyways, um... Tell me, tell me why you understand her not being invited. I feel like she should have been there. What the heck? Um, Iyanla. <laughs> is that Iyanla? Is, is that what that says or am I reading it wrong? Anyways, Iyanla said, I still don't get why Barbie got a Golden Globe Award. It was overhyped in my opinion. Yeah, I didn't really like it either, but... Anyways, I don't think I was the target audience. Deja said, Taraji deserves her flowers and pay from so many movies ago. And here's the thing. Of course, there's this whole notion of like, eat the rich. Who cares? They're already wealthy enough. I understand. And that's why the video that I did regarding Taraji speaking out, I said, there's a conversation to be had about equal pay. End of story. Regardless of the industry, there is a conversation that needs to be had about why certain people are given what they're owed and why other people are shortchanged. Emphasis on what people are owed. Regardless of what industry you are a part of, it is important that you get paid for the work that you put in. Teachers, for example. I saw this TikTok the other day of this guy said this was his first and last year being a teacher because for some reason, he is expected to be a therapist, a nurse, an educator, an emotional support, and all these things that isn't reflected in the pay. And in as much as he has a passion for the job, it is unfair to be overworked and underpaid. It is unfair, regardless of the industry. So yeah, some people were upset at Taraji saying, oh, why is she talking on it or whatever? You had Vivica Fox the other day talk about, well, I'm good. 
I've never had that issue. Okay, well, congrats, Vivica. <laughs> Happy for you, beloved. But um, there are people who are experiencing being shortchanged, and I don't think it's fair, even if she's making umpteen amounts more money than I am. At the end of the day, you should get paid what you're owed. That's what I believe. That's what I believe. Um, so Tammy, you're saying the show wasn't nominated and she wasn't either. Nothing against her, but it makes sense why she didn't get invited. I get that. But for a lot of award shows, they have seat fillers. So I'm like, you'd rather have a seat filler there than somebody who's actually in the movie? But I hear you. It's true. It's true. Deja says, you can't say y'all care about children and education, but not pay educators what they're rightfully due. Exactly. And that's why it is important that people are encouraged to speak up in work environments. Whether or not you agree with Taraji and Danielle Brooks talking about, you know, unfair pay, uh, unfair working conditions and whatever, and thinking that they are spoiled. This is something that is across all industries. Truly. I can use myself for example. I'd be looking at channels that get about the same amount of viewership in my, in my peak seasons, um, that I do, but because they have more numbers tied to their names, they get higher paying sponsorships or more frequent sponsorships, right? Me personally, yeah, the number of subscribers might be smaller than those people, but the viewership, the engagement is the same, if not more. That is very frustrating. Like I said, teachers, my friend is a teacher. Even in the summertime, we don't really get to hang out with her because she's already prepping for the next year. Like, it's, it's just, yeah. I think it's important for people to stand up and speak. I think it's important for people, even if you don't agree, to um, stand in solidarity. So like Vivica, okay, that hasn't been her experience. But you could have been like, it's so unfortunate that this is still happening in Hollywood and I hope that everybody gets what they're due. End of story, move on, girl. <laughs> like move on move on okay so the golden globes is not um the golden globes doesn't have the seat fillers it's just invite only okay i didn't know um no sweetheart said <laughs> i love that name that's because vivica oh That's because Vivica does Tubi movies. She needs to sit this one out. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Hey, well, hey. Um, Crystal says, I wanted to know who Vivica would consider her equal in terms of a white actress. She knows she's probably low-balled, even if she has enough to pay her bills. That's not the point. Mmm, okay. All right. Yeah. In her opinion, she might be getting paid what she's due, and that's okay. And then there's also another conversation of um, Black people specifically. We are often told, take what you can get until they give you more. Personally, I don't give a damn about that. No. I'm going to take what I'm owed, or I'm not going to do it at all. And maybe, like Taraji said, you just have to realize, okay, so this might not be the industry for me. Everybody was upset. Why is she going to quit? Why is she going to Is it better for her to quit or complain? Because if she complains, people got issues. 
So let her just choose a different industry. Me personally, if I feel like I was being overworked and underpaid in an industry that I've put my blood, sweat, and tears in, I would just have to bow out. I would. I would just have to. Because I'm not going to sit here and complain and not see change being made. It's just not for me. It's just not for me. But yeah. Mm, what else are you guys saying up here in the chat? Um, Crystal earlier said they did them dirty. Actors that work low budget movies get catering and a driver. That was another thing too. Warner Brenner, Warner Brothers got them rental cars and not drivers, which Taraji was saying that is a liability for her, especially because people in Atlanta are scary drivers. So she felt like, can I at least have a driver? Their response to her was, if we got to do that for you, we got to do that for everybody. So, so do it for everybody. You're Warner Brothers. Like, this is what the people were complaining about in the strike. You're big, big Warner Brothers. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Anyways, let's move on. I'm not seeing the chat moving. I'm wondering, are we still live or what? Okay, we are. <laughs> okay, okay. I was like, oh no, not again, because this has happened before. Um, Deja said, also, where was all the vim for Jennifer Lawrence when she complained about her pay following the Hunger Games? I don't know. I don't even know what that was all about, but yeah. And talking about advocating for yourself, wasn't it Scarlett Johansson? who had agreed to her movie being in theaters and then wasn't cut in the deal for her sh her movie to be on streaming platforms. She was like, oh, no, 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 rework that. Rework that deal. And didn't she get that? Why? Because she spoke up. Speak up, man. Speak up. Um... Rach says, having Transpo drive cast to set is part of every production. I was a set PA and am a writer. That's BS. Hmm. See? It's like the standard. The Oni Love says, closed mouth don't get fed. Absolutely. And then Deja said, she essentially had the same issues regarding pay in their industry. Mm-hmm. You're talking about Jennifer Lawrence, I'm assuming? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, let's move on. I just had to make sure we were all still here because there has been a situation where I talked for an hour and the live was shut down and I didn't even know. Next on the docket is Mr. Majors. I just... I just... <laughs> so, as you know... Jonathan Majors has been found guilty on two counts of the three, uh, no, four charges that were placed on him. He has since done a, <laughs> he has since done a, <laughs> an interview with who, who is a Good Morning America, somebody, and this man cannot 
let go of Miss Coretta Scott King. He really must think he has the influence of Martin Luther King Jr. So here we go. How would you describe your relationship? She's an angel. She's held me down like... Like a darker like Coretta, you know? I'm so blessed to have her, you know? The relationship is still fresh, but, you know, I think I, I found it. It's no you lying. For you to liken yourself to one of the greatest civil rights leaders of all time, because you played in a couple of Marvel movies, sir? Is that what it is? Because you played Kang the Conqueror, you think you Martin Luther King? Not King, Kang! The situation with Megan Good and Jonathan Majors is a really unique one because rarely do you get a glimpse into what your mate is like in previous relationships, especially this kind of you. You see how he is when he's really angry. Because I feel like the two of them are still in their honeymoon phase. Until you've seen a man angry, you don't know that man. And she has heard with the audio tapes and some of the visuals how he really is. Megan, you in danger, girl. Truly. You're in danger, sis. Like, based on how the trial went itself, do I feel like Jonathan Majors is an abuser? Me personally? Physically? No. Mentally? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, in that situation, it was reckless endangerment, if we want to call it that. But the things that he would say to her over text, the things that he would say to her in the audios that she recorded, I'm sorry, the man is scary. <laughs> okay, the man is scary. Like, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. So you're telling me you saw and heard everything that went on in that courtroom and you're still deciding to stick beside this man. Whether it's about a contract or not, I would have to cut that. I'd have to say, okay, my, my own reputation is going down in the pits now. And I don't want to be that woman who is looked at as boo-boo the fool, you know, trying to hold down a man. Like, what's her name who was holding down Suge Knight? What's her name? Was it Monica? Was it Monica? Who was holding down Shake Knight? The point of the matter is, there are some people you just gotta let that go. <laughs> you just, you gotta let that go. Okay? To me, Jonathan Majors is one of them. This man keeps saying, Coretta, I want somebody to hold me down like Coretta. Megan Good is, oh, it was C Murder. Thank you guys. <laughs> Where did I get Shake Knight from? Yeah, Monica was holding down C Murder. Girl, and now she's like, let's not talk about him anymore. Well, babe, all you did was talk about him. So that's what your reputation is now. I also saw on Twitter, people were asking, um, was Devon Franklin really that bad, sis? <laughs> was he that bad that you would rather stick beside this man? <sighs> Let me read y'all's comments. <laughs> yes, Shonda is my favorite. You guys love Shonda. Um... Even when he was yelling at Jabari, he was talking about, I'm doing great things. I'm sorry. Acting is not philanthropy. It really isn't. There are some people who are in the creative space who are very influential. I'm sorry, Jonathan, you were not there as of yet. So for you to liken yourself to people like Martin Luther King Jr. and Obama, what? 
he keeps wanting to bring up Coretta. How did that end for Miss Coretta, Megan? I'm sorry. Somebody telling you that they want you to hold them down as if you are Coretta Scott King isn't the compliment that they think that it is. Yes, Coretta, you know, even, even made her own strides aside from Martin. But the things that she had to put up with with that man, I don't know, Try. I don't know if that's something that I would sign up for. Deja said, my man could never call me Coretta. That's a womanly strength I never planned to stand in. Mr. Majors in a different time period. He sure is. Zana said, if I was Megan, I would have walked out. He's really trying it. Osman said, so the new trend is calling our partner Coretta. Okay, let me say, Queen held me down like Harriet Tubman. Sojourn the Truth, surely chosen. Like, it's weird, to say the least. It's definitely weird. Please don't. <laughs> don't. I'm not holding you down like any of those people, okay? V says, hasn't Megan had bad luck with men? She needs to run away expeditiously. Whew. Oh, my goodness. That is too funny. Um, <laughs> the one he loves says, I wonder if Devon was low-key abusive. Makes no sense for her to... Uh, to leave that after 10 years and jump into this. I don't know. It must have been that bad for her to see Jonathan and be like, yeah, I was going to leave that that pastor man, but this man right here, I'm going to stick beside him. Hmm? That's confusing. <laughs> Alexa says, Jonathan Majors is MLK Jr. confirmed. <laughs> Skipping quantum leap. Zana said, at this point, Jonathan wants a man. Ah! Honestly, you might not be wrong about that. Because he's so hell-bent on having a woman who, like, holds him down like a long-suffering wife, quote-unquote. That's how he's portraying these women. They're long-suffering women who are choosing to stick beside their man as he goes off and conquers the world. No Kang. Um, uh, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Deja said he must got that civil rights peed. Oh! Seek help. <laughs> I can't. Oswin says Majors is the first head example of the past life living in a present body. Yeah, maybe because the way he dresses, the way that he speaks, the way that he, his demeanor. Oh my gosh. It's 2024, sir. Put on some slip fit jeans. What's happening? <laughs> Put down the lemon pepper steppers. It's too much. It's too much. Um. <laughs> oh my goodness. No sweetheart says, didn't Devon file for divorce from her? It's looking like Megan is just as nutty as Majors. I think it was him who filed. You might be right. Well, <laughs> Deja said, I know y'all see the boots in his closet. Listen, all those lemon pepper steppers, he needs to let them go. Those crocodile skins, he needs to let them go. Needs to let them go. Um, Erica said, didn't he play on underground? Maybe he truly is living in the past. I don't remember seeing him in underground, but I could Google that real quick. I remember, uh, who was it? Kofi Cerebo? 
His name is something like that. Jonathan Majors. IMDB. I'm not quite sure. Method acting in real life. Truly. Truly. Um, Alexa said, Lovecraft Country. Was that him? It's giving method acting. Yes. He was in Love... Oh my... Why am I struggling to say this name? Lovecraft Country. That is how I was introduced to him. Where is your filmography, Jonathan? Why is it empty? Is it empty on purpose? Do they not want to talk about him? <laughs> okay, here we go. He was in The Heart of the Fall, Loki, The Five Bloods, Captive State, Devotion, Ant-Man, and Creed. That's all it shows here. I know Lovecraft is also there, but I guess they don't want to add it. I'm not sure. Anyways, the point is, um, stop bringing up that woman. Stop bringing up Coretta. And, you know, it's, it's interesting to see who he perceives himself to be. I think like this, is, we're now having a separate conversation. I think as people, as human beings, we tend to see ourselves as the main character, obviously, but sometimes Mm. I gotta, I gotta be careful in what I'm about to say. I feel like sometimes we overvalue our position, you know, because he isn't saying he is Martin Luther King. He isn't saying he is Obama, but in his mind, the work that he's done equates to being on that level. Because I was watching a podcast earlier today and they were saying, why can't she be Jessica who stood by her man Jaquan when he was in prison because it seems like you're going to be going too. Why does it have to be these big name people? I think in his mind, he really does see himself as this change maker, this mover and shaker. Like he is about to be this groundbreaking actor that's going to change the trajectory of black people as a whole for some reason. That's how he sees himself. I would love to know why. I would love to know who really spoke so much life into this man that he truly believes he's on that level. It's interesting. Alexa says black people need to stop acting in these civil rights shows. It's messing the neurochemistry up. Don't kill me. Please don't kill me. Honestly, Sometimes the trauma porn is too much for me. The civil rights stuff, the slavery stuff. Yes, I get it. The stories need to be told. But most of the times it's it's white production companies. It's white writers. And uh, that's another story. I'm tired of those stories. Can we show black success, other stuff? All the trauma stuff is, is, is too much. Deja said he was also in Loki. He played the keeper of time. I'm just saying he's acting in roles that are, that are his real life. Don't kill me. Also said, did he claim to be MLK or Obama or did he ask for a good supporting wife? I am the one who's deducing that in his mind, he's likening himself to men as such because of wanting a woman who stands beside a man like that, but also the way that he spoke to um, Grace Jabari in the voice notes. 
he really feels as if he is on this pedestal, which I feel like on a personal level, you should be your biggest supporter. Um, but there's this false sense of like, I'm really that guy that I personally get from Jonathan Majors. And it's interesting. It's interesting. Um, Chindi says, it sounds like that one, like the season of Ready to Love when everyone wanted a Michelle. I don't remember that season. What season was that? <laughs> Alexa says, I want Harlem Renaissance movies with a happy ending. I'd love a happy ending. I would love a happy ending. I would love movies like, I can't even think of anything. What what was it was it was it was a black movie that I love? Um, all the ones that came to mind have cheating involved. Wait, this is not good. Hold on, a black movie that I love that does not highlight struggle. <laughs> this is not good. This is not good. This is not good. Wait, Elaine, think of something, girl. The only, thing I, the only thing I can think of right now is Christmas movies. Jingle Jangle. Ain't no struggle love there. Um, Candy Cane Lane. No struggle love. Wait, guys, give me, guys, give me, give me, give me. Movies that are... <laughs> Afrocentric movies that don't highlight the struggle. Please, somebody give me something. I'm struggling. This is not good. Kayla said I got nothing. Wait. Wait. See, you're also thinking of a Christmas movie. No, let's think of like regular time of year. Oh, this is making me cry. This is not good, guys. <laughs> Any Medea, all the Medea movies highlight the struggle. All of them. All of them. Guys, black movies that don't highlight the struggle or like cheating or slavery. <laughs> oh. Photograph? Maybe? I don't remember how that goes. Or, um, um, that one with Gabrielle Union and the young boy, Keith Powers, hated that movie. But there wasn't struggle. Mm, nope, there was struggle love. But it wasn't like cheating or anything like that. So, hey, <laughs> there we go. There we go. Um, Chindi says, I'm even thinking of Niger and Jackie Apia. Who's Niger? And Jackie Apia stay crying too. Uh, <laughs> Tammy said, what's the question? Can you think of a, a predominantly black movie that doesn't highlight the struggle in any sense? Cheating, struggle of slavery, civil rights. That's the question. <laughs> Cinderella. I get white chick get out <laughs> get out white chicks <laughs> get out I'm even mad you said that 
Um, not the Little Mermaid. <laughs> Little Mermaid has like two black people in there. <laughs> okay, maybe like five. Um, oh my gosh. Erica says, seems like there is always some sort of struggle, either struggle love, struggle financially, struggling with a job. No, seriously. Not set it off, child. Uh, <laughs> let it shine. <laughs> love and See, love and basketball was the first one that came to my head, but no, that one had cheating too. That one had cheating too. <laughs> set it off is crazy. Akila and the B, okay. But how long ago was that? <laughs> Beauty shine. Stella, how Stella got her groove back? <laughs> how Stella got her groove back? Wait, is there a struggle in that? <laughs> Shout out you, Vivica. Isn't that Vivica's movie? Oh, man. No, guys, this is really bad. Not that so Raven. <laughs> Coming to America. Maybe. No struggle comes to mind. All right. The Brown Family movie. Well. <laughs> oh, we need to do better. We need to have more. <laughs> oh, it was Angela Bassett. You're right. You're right. Angela Bassett was in Stella got her groove back. Oh, man. Uh, anyways. Um, Honey Bunny Dream says, just right with Queen Latifah and Common. This man treated her like a homeboy for half the movie and was dating the sister. She was struggling for her sister's man. No, seriously. Oh, the ghetto. And then when the sister came back, he was like, who are you, Fluffy? I don't want nothing to do with you. <laughs> the sister had to reject him twice for, her to, for him to give Fluffy a chance. Jesus Christ. You see the struggle we have as Fluffy? It's no, it's not fun. It's not fun. Oh, oh gosh. Okay. The Wiz. <laughs> the Wiz. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the Wiz. I've never seen Soul Plane, so I don't know. Baggage claim. Um, I don't remember a struggle, but it's been a long time ago. Even Girls Trip. Did Girls Trip have a, yup, Girls Trip had the struggle. Something new. Was something new the one with Paula Patton? Or am I thinking of jumping the broom? Exactly, Deja. All these movies are old. What is a new age, majority black casted movie that doesn't highlight the struggle? Also, guys, can I take a pause here and talk about American fiction? It is going to be in the vlog that I'm posting tomorrow. Um, my thoughts on it. But I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Ah! Tammy, stop it. Tammy, stop. Tammy said Paula's acting is a struggle. <laughs> In baggage claim, don't kill me. Um... So Chindi says they haven't written any new black movies in a while. So American fiction is uh, a, a black science movie. Guys, I didn't like it. The whole point was basically why do or why does a, a black literature pander 
essentially. So the only reason why non-black people will consume black literature is because it gives them an insight on the black struggle. Oh, everybody's raised in the ghetto, struggling for food and money and resources. And there's guns and drugs and all these things. And it was like, as a, a, a black writer to be taken seriously almost in spaces that are non-black, you have to pander. But I felt like the movie itself was pandering. It felt like it was. And so I went to watch the movie with a friend and my cousin. And the friend was saying um, the sub storylines in the movie were more interesting. The gay brother, so much more interesting. Um, the story of the lady who helped them in the house, more interesting. The lady who, who dies, more interesting than the actual story in the movie that we're supposed to be focused on. American fiction was not good to me. And I was so sad because I saw everywhere on TikTok, you guys need to see this movie. It's finally something different from the typical black movies that we watch. It was different. Not in a way that I enjoyed, but hey, it is what it is. Alexis said, I know one. It's an indie film called All About You, but that's 2011. Exactly. <laughs> um, AK said, AKA said, didn't the best friend die and how Stella got her groove back? Well, well, we'll accept death. Death is, is, is a part of life. So I wouldn't count that as quote unquote, the struggle. I'll, I'll take death. Rach said, it's not that these movies aren't written. It's that they aren't financed valid valid toby says hey girl um what about chewing gum well her love life was a struggle <laughs> in chewing gum i think of that time that white man made her dress up as this tribal woman and she was performing for her it, uh, it was bad it was bad Deja said, fighting temptations, if we ignore Beyonce's acting, listen, y'all not gonna come for Miss B, okay? I wasn't mad at her acting. The best man had struggle, babe. The best man absolutely have, had struggle. Um, the photograph, yep, yeah, I mentioned the photograph earlier. Rye Lane, it's a UK movie. Okay, maybe we'll have to add that to the watch list. Tammy says, the harder they fall. I don't know if I've seen that one. Hold on. The harder they fall. Oh, Jonathan Maynard was in this? Yeah, no, I haven't seen this. Jonathan and Idris? Wow. I may have to... And Lakeith? He's not my favorite. And Regina? And Dion Cole? Wait a minute. Okay, let me add that to my watch list. <laughs> Uh, yeah I'll have to watch that um there still is President Barbie in the Barbie movie <laughs> she's alone <laughs> but she's great you're not wrong Mel you're not wrong this you're gonna say this Christmas did not have a struggle this Christmas there was a whole illit illit illegitimate child scandal in this Christmas was there not unless I'm tripping that's how I remember the movie. <laughs> uh, 
Um, what was Osmond saying for you to say that was the most struggle? Oh, Love Jones. Ugh, hate that movie. So sorry to anybody who likes that movie. I'm. I mean, I'm. I. I didn't like it. I did not like it. Um. So y'all are saying the harder they fall was pretty good. I'll watch it. And Rylane is good. I'll watch it too. Let me write them down before I forget. The harder they fall. Or let me just open a new tab. And do Rylane. Oh, wait. I think this was. Thank you. This was um uh something I did want to watch. And then I totally forgot about it. Look at y'all. You're amazing. Riches. Did Riches have a struggle? I'm so sad they haven't been renewed for season two. Um, um, I mean, there was a struggle, but was the struggle highlighted? Not necessarily. So maybe I'll give Riches a, a, a slide. Yeah, maybe. Erica says, there was cheating in this Christmas. Remember the scene with the show? Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. You're, you're so right. <laughs> Bradley, get out of here talking about ready to love. What? That is the epitome, epitome of black struggle love. Oh. <laughs> black Panther, maybe, maybe. Hold on, let me think. Illegitimate child again though, guys. Anyways, let's move on. Um, the last two topics that I wanted to talk about, I don't know if I'm gonna have time for the very last one, um, but there's this girl, her name is Megan Odok. So she's been going viral on TikTok. If you guys haven't seen her on TikTok, honey, it is not looking good for her. Essentially, she's telling the story about um, a friend who came to her defense, but... Um, You'll hear the story, okay? Anyways, what has been happening on her social media is she has had to turn off all the comments on every single video. She's still posting new videos, but all the comments are turned off because the internet, had, or TikTok, has been cooking her. Now, as you listen to the story time that she's about to give, y'all tell me who you think is in the wrong, okay? Let's play Miss Girl. I don't care if you have a boyfriend. Whenever a guy asks your social media, give him your snap. Give him your Instagram. I don't care that he looks like an ogre. I had just finished at the club with my friend and we decided to go for a McDonald's and we literally just sat on some steps. Bear in mind we are wearing heels and quite small dresses. Obviously we're all a little bit drunk because we've just come from the club so logic isn't really kicking in. A man decides to come up to us and says, oh, you girls look beautiful. We say thank you. Then he asks for my Instagram and I politely declined. Oh, no, thank you. I'm not interested. The man did not move. He asked again. I said, I'm literally not interested. Like, no, you can't have my social media. Just decided that he wasn't going to move until I gave him my Instagram. And he was making us all feel super uncomfortable. Probably should have just given in. If I've said no once, I'm not going to change my mind. 
obviously men don't understand that so my friend stood up and she said please can you move away she said no he said no i'm not moving until she gives me her socials my friend again said move away she said no leave us alone this man then proceeded to punch her and she literally fell down the stairs but he wasn't done mm -mm -mm. he ran down the stairs and continued to punch her pull her hair obviously this is a five foot four girl against like a six foot one man he was so into the whole punching thing that his trousers literally fell down like we could see this man's whole bum while he's got her pinned on the ground literally repeatedly punching her in the face we obviously couldn't stop it because we are also just gonna get beaten up so strangers were jumping out of their car and trying to separate them and this man just ended up running off a massive group of men like asked us what happened and tried to find him like they all went after him but genuinely no one could find him and obviously with the london underground you can hop into any station and disappear like that and someone who was watching it all happen called the police and they asked for a statement from us and like a description of him obviously they never found him and nothing was done about it this girl literally having a patch of hair missing from her head and bruises all over her and i can't help but think it was my fault because i chose to say no to a man which is crazy the only way to prevent yourself from this happening and staying safe is honestly just let them have it because at the end of the day as soon as they add you you can literally block them straight away i would say avoid giving out phone numbers just because they can still carry on calling you on no caller id even if you block them i don't care how ugly they are because this is actually a safety issue and no one should ever experience that in their lifetime so some of you guys don't think that <laughs> some of you guys don't think that this is a real story whether it's real or fake to me she's in the wrong okay um i agree with ferris how is she doing her makeup calmly while describing her friend being brutalized that was it for me she is so detached from the story itself that she doesn't realize she is nonchalantly talking about this violent thing that happened in front of her and she did not intervene in any way in any way so um <clears throat> let me summarize she went out with her girls but at the end of it she was saying that girl was not really her girl but let's just say they were girls the guy was trying to holla very persistent the friend said hey back off he didn't back off she got beat up. The main girl and another friend just watched it all happen. You mean to tell me somebody couldn't have jumped on his back and tried to claw his, his eyes? Alexis said earlier, a heel to the head. Nobody could have done anything. Nothing. Nothing at all. Some people in this life don't realize that they're bad friends. They don't realize they're bad friends. You're telling me the moral of the story for you was that when a guy asks for your social media, you should just give it to him? That's your takeaway from this situation? That's what you learned. That's what you learned. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Let's read some of y'all's <laughs> comments. Um, Chindi says London is full of cameras on every building. I don't know. Maybe they haven't taken it... Uh, to the authorities in the sense of like pressing charges because she did say like nobody found the guy 
did they open a case? I don't know. I don't, I listen, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Crystal said, I thought London has, yeah, so much public surveillance, same thing. Bradley says her friend was probably dark skin. I've seen that as a conversation going around online. I don't know. I don't have confirmation of that. Ferris said, even if it were true or yeah, even if this was true, she doesn't personally care. When your friend gets brutalized like that, there is a certain kind of worry that returns to the face. Exactly. Exactly. V says, I'd be devastated if this happened to my friend. Exactly. Deja says she knew the talk would have gone viral. But then the thing is, if you were trying to tell a story deliberately that went viral, again, she's detached from the story that she's telling because what makes you think, hmm, I'm going to tell this story, it's going to go viral, and I'm going to look like the best person in this situation. You look like the shittiest person on planet Earth who would just watch one of her homegirls after defending you get beat up by a grown-ass man. That is not the way that I would want to go viral. I'll tell you that for free. <laughs> like, what? Asari says, girl got beaten up for helping you. Imagine. Imagine. And your takeaway is, just give guys your social media. Excuse? V says, she's the type that would leave her, her drunk friend at a frat house. Hmm. 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 Ferris says she even said uh, his pants were falling down so she couldn't stick her heels up his butt, poke his cheek, <laughs> kick him down the stairs. Lord. Yeah, I don't know. Something. Chindi says that's because it's a lie. It very well could be. It very well could be. No Sweetheart says the friend should have whooped her ass afterwards because girl, what? <laughs> Dolce says she could have threw a shoe or something regardless of his height. They just watched her friend get hurt. Exactly. Destiny says me and my friends go with WWE on him. Jump the man. Jump him. What are the chances that he has against three women? Maybe he would still, you know, succeed. But at least you could say, girl, I had your back. I had your back. I jumped in. I tried. But she was like, oh, I'm too pretty for that. Mm. <laughs> Shindy says attention is a hell of a drug. It is true. If she told this story just for clout and it's not even real, doesn't even realize how negative she's coming across in it, that it, that is quite the drug for real. Ferris says if it went viral, she wouldn't need to tell the story and she would have to fit into the personality in the viral videos versus describe the incident. Okay. Ayanna says, in this case, Delulu was not the solution. <laughs> Zana says, plus if she's seen that, uh, plus if she's seen that and making a video after, why she did not record when her friend was being, oh yeah. Why not get visual evidence? If you feel like you can't step in, at least make sure that on the back end, this man is going to get his just desserts. Good point. Deja said, I'm just trying to imagine what she was actually doing. Just standing screaming? I don't know. I don't know. Crystal says, someone's sticking up for you and you watch them get beat up? Couldn't be me. Mm-hmm. V says, yeah, you don't have keys you can't use to punch him? There's so many options. There's so many options. Kick the man in the nuts. Stomp on his back. 
claw his eyes out, pull his pants down further so that he's struggling with that. Like, shame him. Pull the pants, pull everything down. I don't know. Do something. Do something. <laughs> Dolce says, have y'all seen the second video she made explaining it more? It made her look worse. I did not see that. I did not see that, but hey. Um, <laughs> v says, Deja, she was saying, oh my God, guys, stop. <laughs> that would be the worst. Ayala says, was she that drunk? I'm sorry. If anything, being drunk, that drunk would have would have made you do something at the very least. Something. Anything. You and your friend just watched another one of your friends get pummeled by a grown man. And you watched. And you watched. Ma'am. Drunk strength. Exactly. Like, please. Ah. They just said, but she made it clear it wasn't her friend. That doesn't surprise me at all. People are savage. But she started the story. I think, I think at the end of the story, she's tried to justify the extent of their relationship to make it seem like, oh, but it wasn't my friend, so I wouldn't step in anyways. I am a person who also believes that you shouldn't just throw yourself into a dangerous situation. But you started the night together. To me, at that point, you are my friend. You are my friend. Or you're a, at least somebody that I am a morsel accountable for. I need to know at the end of the night, is Jessica present? Lisa, are you here? Ashley, are you with us? Veronica, we good? Bet. I don't care if I didn't know y'all 24 hours ago. That's not the point. We're out together. Now, if she was seeing this happen in a distance with somebody who's not attached to her at any level, I can understand the hesitation of wanting to jump in because that is a scary situation. But you know this girl. And this is off the heels, the heels that you could have used. This is off the heels of her defending you from a person who you did not want to interact with. And your takeaway is not, oh, have your friends back if they're getting beat up by a grown man. Not, hey, maybe um, let your friends know beforehand, hey, just let's let's not put ourselves in a dangerous situation. Your thing is, if a man asks you for your social media, you give it to him. That was your takeaway. I would have rather she had said, um, the next time I go out, and if a guy is really being persistent, trying to holla, I'm just going to tell my girls, hey, hey, let's let's not antagonize him any further. You know, whatever. I would have rather she said that. Something. Something. Because, uh-uh. Naketi says, maybe she's a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> They're off diagnosed based on such incidents they think this is how stories are told and how emotions are expressed she would not know how she would not know the difference if that's the case i mean hey <laughs> hey she says no one stop no one from cars that stopped are men 
I don't know. But there was a situation a few months ago with another woman who was who had the brick thrown at her. I know there's speculation on whether or not that story was real. But in that case, too, there were other passerbyers who were just watching. So I don't know. Erica says that the friend felt comfortable enough to defend her. She's a friend. Period. Deja said, so she low-key knew the story wouldn't be received well. No, she knew. She knew. Destiny says she obviously knows nothing about girl code, especially in a club setting. But, like, it's, it's, it, I'm, I'm sorry. This isn't anything about, oh, I'm a girl's girl or, you know, I protect the people around. This is human decency. Basic human decency. I started the night with this person. To some degree, I'm going to make sure they get home the way that I received them from their home. The way that I found them at the beginning of the night is the way that I want to leave them at the end of the night. The only reason why I say it uh, to some degree, some girls are very adamant about leaving with that man or, or going here and going there. Listen, as long as I know I did my part, as long as I know I tried and I did something, it's not, it's not about girl code. It's not, it, it, it's human decency, in my opinion. And maybe that is girl code. I don't know. Um, it's just, it's a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. <sighs> Crystal says, men will sometimes not stop and intervene, uh, which is sad. And like I said, in, in certain situations when this is happening off in a distance and you are not involved in any way, I can understand the hesitance in wanting to get involved. I understand the hesitance. I would hope that if you are capable or even you if you are incapable, but you know the person who is the victim it stands doesn't stand a chance that people around will try to do something, that I would try to do something. That's just my hope. Ferris said, keep talking. I'm going to put some stuff in the dishwasher. Don't kill me. Don't kill me. Ayala said, did the fake friend respond to this TikTok? I don't know. I don't know. Free says, off, to off topic, Queen E, but what's your thoughts on the Epstein list and all the famous celebrities and politicians' names on it? I'm going to be completely honest with you, and I know it's not going to sound real, but it is. I don't know what's going on with the Epstein thing. I know there is something about... Um, child trafficking on an island and a lot of big name people in Hollywood being involved. I think there's like a hundred names, but some of those names are redacted and apparently there's more than that. That is the extent of what I know. I don't know anything beyond that, to be honest with you. So I can't really give an opinion. Oh, you would defend me, Bradley. And that's why we're in an internet relationship. Thank you. <laughs> Deja said my child couldn't come home telling me their friends did them dirty like that I pull up to someone's house Sam grab your coat period <laughs> period because what nah anyways oh there is one more topic that I want to talk about these crazy people and these Stanley Cups God, what is actually going on hold on let me pull it up because that's the last thing I wanted to talk about because I'm so confused. What's with all the Stanley Cup hype? I got a Stanley! Oh my god! I, I got a paper! The 
brand has been around for 100 years, but recently their annual sales went from 73 million in 2019 to 750 million in 2023. And this can be traced back to a blog ran by moms called The Buy Guy. They mentioned the cup a few years ago, and that led the company to shift its marketing since it originally advertised to construction workers. So it was a slow build over many months, and then you could see that the waiting lists began to grow. Stanley Cups now come in a variety of colors and they just dropped their Valentine's Day edition. Some people are comparing the hype to the Beanie Babies in the 90s and showing off their huge collection on TikTok. <laughs> Yeah, every time I see, um, every time I see Stanley Cup, I think that they're talking about hockey. Hey, Liam, glad to have you here. Um, Ladoya said, did you see the TikTok of the girl who laminated her Stanley Cup label? This girl said she wanted to be able to use her Stanley Cups with the label and have them not be ruined. So she gently took off the label. She laminated it. She heated it in a curved formation and then put it back on the Stanley Cup. Consumerism will be the death of us, guys. <laughs> Consumerism will be the death of us. What is happening? Ayala says they're so expensive for absolutely no reason. I, do, I, I don't understand. Chindi says, I thought this was the hospital workers cup. I don't know. It seems like uh, at first it was marketed to people in the workforce, but now it's just for the everyday suburban mom. Um, <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird. Ferris says the things they do to get these gals to drink water, but they're not even drinking water. They're not even drinking water. They're taking their Starbucks and putting it in that cup. <laughs> At least if they were drinking water. Child, I don't know. So weird. Elementary students have some extra large soccer soccer mom cup. That I don't get the hype, honestly. Dolce says, I saw a video where a lady's car was burnt. Oh, yes, yeah. And the Stanley Cup stayed untouched with ice in it still. I'm not gonna lie, the cup is cupping, but we're beating people down in the in in, in the store for it, honey. They're gonna restock, and even if they don't restock, Susan, you have 17 at home in your cupboard that you don't open. What difference does the pink one have to the gray one? I <laughs> it's prosecco in that cup. Listen, I would put prosecco in that too. I saw a girl make a mimosa. She put the whole bottle of wine in there and there was still space for orange juice at the top. I said, wow, <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Jessica says, I love my Stanley and I buy cute little accessories for it. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Listen, and we're not saying it's bad for you to have the Stanley. I think it's an issue for you to want to trample over people to get a Stanley cup. That is where I'm like, okay, it's giving Boxing Day 2008. You know, way back when, when Boxing Day really used to be something. Oh, wait, no. Y'all don't do Boxing Day. What do y'all do? What do y'all do? Um, Black Friday. Like a Black Friday sale. Please. 
It's a mess. It's a mess. Alexis, who said I can't have Leah and Brad? I can have both. And as a matter of fact, I do have both. So mind your business. <laughs> anyway. Um, I'm not cheating with anybody, Leah. Please move on. Um, V says people can't just let people have things. Everything has to be resold. That's another thing too. Black Friday is safe now because we know those sales are not sailing. They'll knock something down by a dollar and tell you it's a sale. Please get out of here. But honestly, con consumerism really will be the death of us. It really will be the death of us. I remember um, in my uni days, everybody had to have Nike. And we would do this thing. Okay, tick, tick, boom. Because everybody had Nike head to toe. Like tick, tick, boom. Tick, tick, boom. Um, we was broke as hell. Broke as hell. But for the sake of saying you had Nike, you would go broke. I'm like, babe, you're not, you're eating ramen all week and you didn't have to. You're struggling in nutrition over looking good in your Nike. I get it. The tech fleece is great. But there's no food in the fridge. <laughs> What's happening? <gasps> What's going on? Alexa, stop instigating the chat. <sighs> Anyways. <laughs> Deja said I like Nike I'm part of the problem I like Nike too my favorite running shoes right now are the Nike shoes that I only bought in August that was my first time ever buying anything Nike and I'm not listen I hope that people are understanding I don't think there's an issue with liking nice things I don't think there's an issue when going and buying nice things I think there's an issue where we lose our humanity in the attempt to acquire those nice things the thing that's happening in congo right now we're all here Ooh, i got the i got the new this is this is a an 11 by the way okay i got the iphone 15 16 17 18 19 every year new iphone new iphone new iphone the kids are dying in congo over your the new iPhone that you just need to have every like those are the things that I'm talking about losing our humanity in order to acquire these materialistic things that's where I find the issue like come on y'all not hood bridge <laughs> no seriously <laughs> oh man if he said yeah those people lost all sense of logic trampling over people for a cup for a cup mm-hmm Deja, don't get me in trouble with your dad, please. <laughs> please. No, 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 no. Don't get me in trouble with your dad, please. Um, yeah, no, those are the topics that I wanted to talk about. Uh, I saw recently, what was it that happened? Um, I'm going to have to do like a separate video talking about the hot topics. This is Tiana Taylor. She is saying that Iman Shumpert puts her kids in danger in dangerous situations he don't be feeding the babies he be smoking that ganja around the babies oh no oh no we got some problem chini says i have an iphone 8 for my job when it stopped updating i'm done <laughs> i keep my android no seriously i miss my android because these freaking iphones stop working as soon as a new one comes out i'm not getting i'm not i'm not doing it I'm not doing it. I do have two phones, but one of them is um, a used one. It was resold. Um, 
Deja said he needs help, y'all. Your your dad can need the help, but don't get me in trouble with your dad. Yeah. Yeah, Crystal said um, in regards to the Tiana situation, she said he put them in an Uber by themselves. Junie is eight. There are grown people who are scared to go in an Uber because you don't know what this person can do to you. You're putting kids by themselves? At least a driving service. You know, people have their personal driver or they have a company that they trust and they've built a relationship with them. What a Uber? No. No, 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 no. So I'm going to have to read up on that story because it is in there, uh, in her divorce filings and stuff. I'm going to read up on that and I'm going to put it in a video that I'm going to do later this week talking about hot topics because, mm-mm, mm-mm. Leah says, I don't trust Uber or Lyft. Nah, that's not okay. Exactly. And you're a grown adult. He's putting kids in there. Deja said, and even then, you still need an adult. They ain't got a nanny or something. Like, what? Yeah, that's true. Even with the driving service, it is best to, 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 to get it. You, you never know somebody's intentions. You just never know somebody's intentions. So as a parent, as a parent, it is your job to make sure your child is safe in and out of your supervision. What do you mean you sent them in an Uber? I'm going to have to read on it, guys, because, <laughs> wow. V says, I always share my location with someone, and with someone when I get in an Uber because I get nervous. Absolutely. Imam looking burnt out. Anyways, good riddance. Don't kill me. <laughs> Don't kill me. Leah said, first off, what is more important than taking your kid safely to their next de destination? Thank you. Let's start there. What could be so pressing, so pressing that you cannot make sure that your child gets to their destination safely? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Also said, so Uber was one of her divorce reasons. I don't think so. Um, but it's a justification as to why the relationship just had to be dissolved. So it's not necessarily a reason but it's it, it just adds to the poor character that she's saying he has. Because I know before we talked about her saying that he would be jealous of her career and stuff like that. He didn't like the fact that she was always in the limelight and he had to be in the shadows. So stuff like that, you know? Erica said he can't drive. I don't know. Like, I, there, there's no reason whatsoever. Even if he couldn't drive, get in the Uber. Get in the Uber with the babies. Get in that car. What? I, there's there's really no justification. There's there's nothing we can rationalize to say, well, maybe he, it just, it. it. <sighs> Child. Ooh, Deja said side chick is getting better treatment than a kid is crazy. Yeah, I think we're going to just end the episode here because, whoo, Deja, not you went for the jugular. Not you went for the jugular.
V, that's a good point. In response to what Erica said, he was probably too high to drive. Which again, putting your kids in danger. It's anyways, um Yeah. <laughs> Deja with the closing statements. No, seriously, that was crazy. I always love talking to you guys. Guys, if I post on the community page, drop the topics y'all want to talk about on the next live. Please don't say something that y'all know I'm going to be reviewing. Why would we talk about it if I'm going to have dedicated videos episode per episode? I need y'all to come with the topics. Okay, I need y'all are the co-hosts. You're not doing your job. You need to be co-hosting. So this next week, I, I want some heavy hidden topics. They can be about celebrities. They can be about people on TikTok. They can be about yourself. Maybe you want some advice. I don't know. But come on. Give us something. <laughs> give us something. Not I bid you farewell. Not, not, not you living in the Jonathan Majors era. Child. Oh, uh, we should have talked about Cat Williams. Ugh. Guys, we've been here for like an hour and a half. Okay, very quickly. Cat Williams. Um... The more I hear about this interview, because I, I had to watch it in chunks and even then I still haven't finished it. It's like, okay, definitely he's scorned by the industry. So there are some things that I feel like are absolutely true and some other things where I feel like he's just trying to, um, how do I say it? Like stick it to some people. But I do appreciate the fact that he sat there and he said, oh, I'm going to talk my shit. <laughs> I really appreciate that he did that because a lot of people want to do, oh, no, I'm, I'm just prim and proper and I'm not mad at anybody and I'm just, nah, say your piece, say it for real. And Cat Williams is one of the goats, truly. So I, I was going to hear him talk no matter what he was talking about. It was so interesting to hear his story of the upbringing and stuff. Did he read that many books? Probably not. But you can tell he's intelligent. You can tell he's smart. And the best part of his intelligence is you saw how much, um, I wanted to call him Shay Shay, how much Shannon Sharp missed. Because he would say something and Shannon would just ask the next question. Hold on. You didn't hear what the man just said? You, you don't have any follow-up questions from what he just said? You didn't catch a stray from what he just said? Come on. <sighs> Anyways, it was so good. It was so good. Um, <laughs> v said, you know what's heavy hidden? These love handles from the holidays. Let's not talk about it. I gained all the weight that I lost just from the holidays. <laughs> Erica said, you got to tell him no. You've got to tell him no. Talking about P. Diddy, honey. Sometimes P. Diddy just wants to party and you've got to tell him no. <laughs> oh my gosh. Leah said, Cat Williams is coming to Huntsville. I should go see him. Honestly, if he's going to be anywhere near me, I got to see him at this point. This was the best market. That thing is over 30 million views in less than a week. Wow. Uh, Daya or Dia? Um, I'm going to go with Daya. 
says Shannon is a terrible interviewer. Truly he was. Truly he was. Truly. Shindy says Shannon took three shots he couldn't keep up. Maybe that's what it was, but here's my thing. It either was he's just that bad of an interviewer or he was fanboying. Because he already had the questions locked and loaded that he wanted to ask. It didn't matter what Kat was saying. I'm going to ask this question because I want to know the answer to this. To me, that kind of gives like fanboy behavior. Either that or he truly is just not a good interviewer. And did he proclaim to be an interviewer? I don't think so. But he does interviews, whether you want to call it that or not. I sometimes feel like I'm just a random girl on the internet talking to some random people on the internet but people are like no at this point people do consider you a blogger they do they just do even though I don't consider myself that so with Shannon I'm just like you could have been better prepared and if you see that um Cat Williams is steering the conversation in a way that you did not plan to go follow that lead okay he he he's taking it this way let me walk let me walk this way with you. What'd you talk about about this? Let's, let's ask more about that. It would be a question like, oh, so your childhood was this and that, this and that. So when Nick Cannon asked you to be on Wild and Out, huh? Oh my gosh, it was the worst. It was the worst. <laughs> Leah, please, <laughs> please. I can't. <laughs> please. Erica, you said it's at 36 mil. Amazing. Amazing, honestly. Amazing. Deja said, and he won't even, and he won't even trying to sell himself. And he wasn't even trying to sell himself. Didn't explicitly talk about being on tour, just that he tours. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell like he wasn't there for like marketing or any, he was just there. He was just there talking and we ate it up, honey. We ate it up. I ate it up. Y'all ate it up. <laughs> 36 million people. Well, there's probably a lot of rewatches, but at least 30 million people ate it up. Sure did. They just said, I don't think Shannon was that bad. I think it could I think it could be fangirling, but I also would be wary of people. Oh, wary of how deep. Oh gosh, the comment is moving. Hold on. I don't think Shannon was that bad. I ha! stop moving. Let me just read on the screen. I don't think Shannon was that bad. I think it could be fangirling, but also I would be wary of how deep to go into certain talking points. Given the context, he redirected poorly though. That's, that was my issue for him. It was the redirecting. It definitely was giving fanboy. I was like, okay, fundamental interviewing is having a follow-up question, but his follow-up questions almost never applied to what was just said. And then sometimes he would say something like he talked about um, having run-ins with the law. And then later down the line, he asked him, so have you ever gotten in trouble with the law? He already said. Pay attention, Shannon. Pay attention. And honestly, if I'm being, if, if, if I'm going to be frank with you guys, that's part of the reason why I don't do interviews anymore. Because one, the three interviews I've done on my channel, I wanted a shit bricks. I, 
I was so nervous because I know it's not my realm of expertise. It's just not. I don't want to deal with the social blowback in case I don't ask the right questions or in case um, I investigate too much. And what you don't see in those interviews that I did with the two ladies from my mom, your dad, and the two people from Love Island, I asked them beforehand, what can I say? What can't I say? What are you comfortable with? What are you not comfortable with? Because I do not want to offend you or the people watching. It's, hey, I will never do this again. So people are saying, why don't you hit up so-and-so for an interview? Partly because I don't like asking people for things and other partly because I know it's not my place. I can review somebody who's been on an interview, but me doing the interviewing, it's not my expertise. It's not my place. I know my lane. I'm going to stick to what I think Shannon, what he is doing, he might not consider himself as an interviewer, but he is giving interviews. So you are an interviewer. Either brush up on those skills or pivot. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I feel like he's either got to brush up on them interviewing skills or pivot. Chindy says, I think he respects the other people and wanted Kat off the topics. What do you mean by that, Chindy? Tell me more. Tell me more. Um, Erica says, Shannon said he didn't even ask him all the questions. <laughs> he didn't. Oh, my God. They stopped because it was getting too long. I can't. Not there were more things to ask. I'm with you, Asari. Pivot. Pivot. Start off the show by saying, listen, I'm here having conversations with my favorite people in the industry. Because if you, if you're, if, if you don't specify exactly what this is supposed to be, we're going to deduce that it is an interview. And so therefore, we're going to judge it as if you are an interviewer giving an interview. And as an interviewer, I feel like you dropped the ball. That's my personal opinion. That's my personal opinion. Anyways, now this is the end. All right. Again, I'm going to post a post for y'all to add your hot topics or what y'all want to talk about. Do not fail me, please. <laughs> please do not fail me. Alternatively, what you could do is post it on Discord too if you're on Discord um, in the what's the tea thing because that helps me find topics as well. Y'all are really good at finding stuff for Discord, so maybe I'll do that instead. Maybe I'll do that instead. Did Luda respond? Yeah, he had a whole diss thing, a little diss, diss rap. <clears throat> Chindi, you're saying you think he didn't want to offend the people that Kat was talking about? I hear that. I hear that. No. It is what it is. Corey said he was scared and did not want to be seen as an accomplice. Valid. That's valid. Anyways, I'm going to end it here. Again, Happy New Year, guys. Happy to be here with y'all. For the people wondering what we're going to do in the month of January, the reviews are Love Island All-Stars, The Traders, Ready to Love, and at the end of the month starts Married at First Sight Australia. Throughout this entire year, we're going to be doing lives like this. Hopefully every, every week, that's going to be the goal. Every week. Sometimes, y'all know my life just be like, whew, a mess. So we might miss one or two here and there. But we're going to try to do it. It's supposed to be every Sunday. 
Last Sunday, I was stuck in the woods with my aunt. So that's that's a whole nother thing. And then a new thing that's going to be happening this year is um, a collab between myself, Tammy Talks, Chloe Johnson, and Roxy Says. If you don't already follow those people, um, honestly, if you watch me, you'll probably like them. I feel like we got the same kind of demeanor. Some people more filtered than others. I would be the one who's more filtered. <laughs> so if you if you like, you know, people who really get nitty gritty with it, Tammy Talks is your girl. That's for sure. Roxy, love her whole production. She, her voice. Mm, she's a singer too. Great. Chloe Johnson, you know she's going to give you that sweet Southern Belle feel, even though she's not even Southern. But yeah, we're going to do a collab, the four of us. It's going to be a monthly show, so stay tuned for that as well. Uh, take care. Have a good night. Don't do anything I wouldn't do which is not much.